Once again, how everybody doing out there? This is Faith Bound. You are listening to Faith Bound. Man, I just want to say thank the Lord for all he do. And every day he wakes us up and puts us on our right mind, puts us on our feet and supply every need. Because without him, none of this would be possible. I want to send out a, a big shout out to the Lord on that one. How everybody doing out there? Man, it is so much going on right now. I mean, it's heavy. It's heavy out there. I mean, racism, bigotry, hatred. I mean, you just name it. Police brutality. Shoot, man. Gangs. Drugs, alcoholism, people suffering, don't have a home, a pot to piss in, gayness, homosexuality, I should say. I mean, it's running rampant. I mean, human trafficking, bestiality, all these things are going on out there. I mean, it's terrible. I mean, I mean... It's obscene, and especially when we see what's going on with the churches. God's law is being violated as we speak, especially in the churches. On a day to day, we see God's law being violated. It's sad. But it's happening everywhere. You know, until recently, I hooked up with um, teaching from Apostle Gino Jennings. And I have been studying and reading. And I promise you, it has opened my eyes up to so much knowledge of the word of God that is scary now I know some of the view some of the listeners might know who I'm talking about but Apostle Gino Jennings is a, a is a pastor of the truth of God church and he's been preaching over 30 years and at first when I first heard this man preaching and teaching I was like oh my god this guy's rough this guy is he just saying these things to get attention is he just saying what he's saying to get views or for popularity at first that's what I thought it was but it was like God opened up my heart and I began to receive the message and it was cutting like a knife. Believe me, it was cutting me down hard and I didn't think I could breathe. But after the lacerations and I start to correct some things that the Lord was showing me in the word. I started to receive more of the teaching. 
more the 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 spiritual uh growth that I ever received in any church any church I ever been and I just want to say it's it's wonderful it's wonderful so shout out to apostle Gino Jennings please keep doing what you're doing so many people need to hear the truth and it's wonderful I, I thank God for a powerful messenger to be able to give us the word insight and can break it down and make the scriptures harmonize in perfect uniformity of what they are and what they mean and that's something that you don't come across a whole lot I've been living on this earth 38 years and I've been seeking for stronger spiritual development and I've been finding it with his teaching Um, there's a lot of hot button topics of these uh, churches of one of the reasons I always said how come we got Baptist Pentecostal Lutheran seven seven days I might have messed that up but uh why do we got all these uh, different um, church associations in the body of Christ? And when you go to the scripture, it doesn't say anything about uh, God want a church of Baptists. There was no such thing. John the Baptist was a baptizer. He was not he was not a leader of a church as a Baptist. He was a baptizer. But somebody picked that up and said, okay, well, we're going to have a church of Baptist. And that's not what God's word called us to be. His word calls us to be holy. Holy. I mean... It never called us to be Lutheran, Pentecostal, Seventh-day Adventist, Jehovah's Witness, not even uh, Christianity. We are Christian, which means Christ-like, but we were not called to have a religion called Christianity. Was it called to have a church or religion of Baptists? Lutheran, Pentecostal, Pentecost is from the feast of Pentecost, excuse me, it's from a feast, Pentecost is from a feast that the Jews used to have in celebration, in remembrance of the Israelites coming out of Egypt. A lot of these uh, churches that we have today stem from something that they heard or it came from tradition. And a lot of us have been sucked into these traditions of men 
and we've been operating against the scripture for so long. And honestly, it's frightening. It's frightening to see what's going on. I'm seeing preachers. I can go on YouTube and I'm seeing preachers get removed out of their churches because of infidelity, sleeping with another man's um, husband. I'm seeing all this, all this foolishness. You see preachers, big old houses, big old cars, living in access and will walk on the street and pass the poor like it ain't nothing a lot of these preachers just preaching prosperity it's just a prosperity message it, it, it's not telling you anything but how to get rich and in the word of God God ain't never try to uh, teach anybody how to get rich but you see that today it's more about popularity. It's more about uh, uh, naming and claiming and getting your blessing. One of the biggest uh, violations, and it's one that even caused turmoil in my own family, is women preachers. And when I read the word, the word of God like 1 Corinthians chapter 14 verse 34 if you read that scripture like really read it and gain the knowledge and understanding of what that word what that verse is saying to you then maybe you can understand the Bible, the, the violation against God's own churches, the violation against God's law. It makes no sense of, of what's going on in the church today. First of all, there are no women pastors or preachers in the Bible. I just want to put that out there so everybody can hear that. 1 Corinthians chapter 14. Start at the 33 verse, the 33rd verse. It says, For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace, as in all churches of the saints. Let your women keep silence in the churches. Churches. Notice it said churches, not church. Let your women keep silent in the churches. And I think some people miss that. And they run over it real quick. Then it says, for it is not permitted unto them to speak. But. They are commanded to be under obedience. As also said the law. As also said the law. This is God's word. This is not my word. I didn't write this. 
This is in the Bible. It is plain. 35th verse. And if they will learn anything, let them ask their husbands at home. For it is a shame. For it is a shame for women to speak in the church. This is in the word. Now, I know some people out there will say, oh, that was just Paul. And he just wanted the women to be quiet because they would be a disobedient in the church. And also, there was also a pagan temple close by. Women worshipers who were worshiping a deity. And I believe her name was Artemis. And they were trying to come and take some of the members away or distract the women. And Paul just didn't want them speaking or anything like that. And he just did that for the church of Corinthians. Corinthians. And that's not true. That's not true. Paul preached this to all the churches everywhere. It wasn't just for that church. It was for all the churches. Because just you remember. It says. Let your women keep silence. In the churches. That's plural. Verse 34. But. If we want to make it even more plain. We can go to. Corinthians. Fourth chapter. 17 verse and this is Paul talking to Timothy this is Paul talking to Timothy 1 Corinthians 4th chapter 17 verse it says for this cause have I sent unto you Timothy who is my beloved son and faithful in the Lord who shall bring you into remembrance of my ways which be in Christ. As I teach everywhere in every church. It said, we, we got to slow that now. It says, shall bring you. It says, who shall bring you into remembrance of my ways, which be in Christ. His ways, which be in Christ. As I teach everywhere in every church. So this is when you go back and you see the fourth chapter 17 verse 1 Corinthians. Paul is telling Timothy to tell the church to let them know. He's actually he is telling the Corinthian church that Timothy, who is my beloved son and faithful in the Lord, who shall bring you into remembrance of my ways, which be in Christ, as I teach everywhere in every church. So Paul did not just preach this to the Corinthians. He preached this to every church, everywhere. Remembrance of his ways, which be in Christ, as I teach everywhere in every church. Do you see? Do you understand? 
Now, I know some people say, huh, I need something a little bit more because I, I don't believe that. Listen, I'm not here to make you believe anything. I'm just telling you the word of God. Now, some people get, get upset. They get upset, but you're not upset with me. You're upset with the word of God. I have nothing to do with it. This was written down long before me. Do you understand? Every word that is written in the book, these holy scriptures, the Bible, every word that is written comes from God. Do you believe? Do you receive it? Do you love the word of God? I hope so. I hope so, listener. I have some more scriptures just to back that up. And I'm not picking on women preachers. just where it's one of those topics that, that are really, really um, where a lot of people are bothered by. And a lot of people don't understand because they, they're not hearing the word of God. They're not hearing the message. So I'm just giving you some more scriptures just to put it out there in case anybody wants to go and see it for themselves. Because God will not have us ignorant. First Timothy chapter 2 verse 12. And... We can read it. Matter of fact, I will read it for you. Matter of fact, let's start from the uh, let's start with the eleventh verse instead of the twelfth verse. First Timothy, second chapter, eleventh verse. It says, "Let the women learn in silence with all subjection." You see, and that harmonizes with 1 Corinthians 14, chapter 34, verse. That harmonizes. And then it goes in to the 12th verse. It says, But I suffer not a woman to teach, nor to upsort authority over the man, but to be in silence. Now, that right there, I don't know how plain that can be. But I suffer not a woman to teach nor to upsurp authority over the man, but to be in silence. Hmm. But you still have people that want to argue with this. They don't have the love of the word of God, the love of the truth. Now, those of you that are listening, you might up accept the word of God, but do you have the love of God? Okay. Now, if you go into the 13th and the 14th verse of this, it will tell you why. It will tell you why. Suffer not a woman to teach nor to upsert authority over the man. But to be in silence, 13 verse, it says, For Adam was formed, was first formed, then Eve. Adam had the first position. 
because he was made in the image. He was made in the image. He was created first. And Adam was not deceived. But the woman being deceived was in the transgression. You see? The woman being deceived was in transgression. Adam wasn't deceived. All I can tell you is maybe Adam decided to go ahead and eat the fruit. Because he was so in love with Eve or enthralled with her. And, you know, we can go through, I don't know, we can go through a lot of deep, you know, theology or we could just throw up our own assumptions. But I won't do that. I just leave that be because the Bible doesn't go into why he did it. But he was not deceived. The woman being deceived was in transgression. And then it says in the 15th verse, Notwithstanding she shall be saved in childbearing, if they continue in faith, in charity and holiness with sobriety. There that word again, holiness. Holiness. All right. And I know somebody was asking me, can, uh, can there be women bishop, women deacons? And I say no. If you go further, you go to chapter 3. 1 Timothy chapter 3, the qualifications of a bishop. It says in verse 2, a bishop then must be blameless, the husband of one wife. It didn't say the wife of one husband. It said the husband of one wife, meaning man. Even if you go to the first verse, it said, this is a true saying, if a man, it didn't say a woman, if a man desired the office of a bishop, he desired a good work. He, he, it does not say she, it does not say woman. It speaks plainly. If you go into the qualifications of a deacon and you look likewise, to the 11th verse it says even so must their wives be grave not slanders sober faithful in all things let the deacon be the husbands husbands of one wife let the deacons that's plural be the husbands of one wife ruling their children in their own houses well it tells you again, must be the deacons, be the husbands of one wife. There's a distinction between. There's a distinction. Do you see it? Are you reading along? Are you hearing the message, the words of God? Now, I know some women are saying, oh, that's male chauvinist, but that's the way God has set up things in order. And if it's God's way, then it's the right way. Now, women can be prophetess. Not a prophet, but a prophetess. 
Women can be a prophetess. God can move upon a woman and she can foretell a event that's about to happen or going to happen. Yes, a woman can be a prophetess. The Bible says that a woman can be a prophetess. I want to make that plain and clear to anybody that's out there listening. This is old school teaching, but the churches are missing a lot of it. Now, women of age, if you go to your Bible, you look at second chapter of Titus. Second chapter of Titus. And you look at the third verse. It tells you what the age women can do in the in the um in the body of Christ. And you look at the third verse, second chapter, Titus. It says the age women likewise that they be in behavior as becoming holiness, not false accusers, not given to much wine, not given to much wine, teachers of good things, that they may teach the young women to be sober, to love their husbands, to love their children, to be discreet, chaste, keepers at home, good, obedient to their own husbands that the word of God be not blasphemed yeah it states plain what the woman of age and that's usually a mother in the church that is of good age much experience they are allowed to teach the young women to be sober to love their husbands to love their children to be discreet, chaste, keepers at home, good, obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God be not blaspheming. Now, I know some women are like, hold on. You said to uh, be obedient to their own husband. Now, some of you, you might have a, abusive husbands. No, the word is not telling you to be obedient to an abusive man, and especially if your man is not not a real Christian if he's just a low down sinner no it's not talking about that there's a different type of obedience but for right now I'm going to stay on topic and keep pushing this a little bit further matter of fact um, I know a lot of women out there are like well we don't really have the male leadership like how we, uh, the male leadership in our community or in our church. So a lot of us women, we decide to preach and teach to each other. Now, now this is, I'm going to say this. Women are not allowed to assert authority over the man. But women can preach and teach to each other. As long as there's no man there, then there's no violation. But if you have a church and you got a woman preacher 
and there's a man in that church, then it's a violation. It goes against the word of God. Anything that goes against the word of God is not of God. So I let you think about that. Let's go to Old Testament. Let's go to Old Testament. Let's go to Isaiah. This is um, dealing with the judgment of Judah. Oh, for the listeners out there, I'm reading from the uh, King James Version of the Bible. When the male leadership had, uh, was pretty much torn apart and was broken down, the women were trying to uprise and rule. And it wasn't a good thing. And I know a lot of women who are in communities and homes and whatnot where there's no male leadership, no spiritual male leadership, I should say. Well, you need to go and find true male spiritual leadership or male leadership if it's lacking. But anyway, I want you to hear the word of God, not my word, not my opinion, but Isaiah third chapter, 12th verse. And it says, as for my people, children are the oppressors and women rule over them. And this is the prophet. This is the prophet speaking. Said, oh, my people, they which lead thee cause you to err and destroy the way of thy path the Lord standeth up to plead and standeth to judge the people Mm. and right there it was talking about it was indicating the utter failure of male leadership in their society and at this time women were ruling over them And the prophet was letting you know how he felt about what was going on. Says, as for my people, children are their oppressors and women rule over them. Oh, my people, they which lead you. They which lead you cause thee to err. And destroy the way of thy path. And they're talking about women leading. Being rulers over them. That is the reason why the Bible states plainly. It does not permit a woman to usurp authority over the man. And this is in the Old Testament. Right here where you see this. So... This gives you a better understanding that there is nothing new under the sun. This went on back then. And they had to get out of that later on. Going through the Old Testament. To come back to God. And under God's ways. Oh man. Let me see. There's 
a lot of people that murmur against this. But it's in the word of God. It is in the word of God. There's no denying that. Anyway. um, What else can we talk about? Yes, baptism. There's only one baptism. You go to Acts 3rd chapter 28 verse. In the book of Acts. If anybody asks you about this, you should know that if you get baptized, that the baptizer must say that you are being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Because the power is in the name. I'm going to read that verse for you as well. That is Acts chapter 2, 38 verse. It says, Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remissions of sin. And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. It says, baptize everyone, every one of you in the name, in the name of Jesus Christ. Because that's where the power is. That's where the power is. If he just said the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, that's not the name. The power is in the name. The Father... Son, the Holy Spirit, that's not the name. The name is Jesus Christ. You must be baptized in that name. And that goes deeper as well. But I'm going to leave that there. Maybe that'll give some of my listeners some uh, chance to go and read and follow up where I'm leaving you at right there Um, it's a narrow road of being a Christian it's a narrow road but there's only one way to be with the father and you must go through the son you must believe on the son (sighs) but I'm going to stop right there on uh, some Bible teaching uh, with you guys. And we're just going to talk for a second about what's going on out in the world. Man, I'm telling you. The world is... We're in the in, in the days. We are in the in the days. And I'm praying for each and every one of you guys out there. And I hope everybody's doing well. I just want to say, please be careful out there. There's a lot of things going on. Um, But we got to have faith and do our works. We got to keep on the lookout. And we got to stay steady. Steady and firm in the word of God. Now, for all my other 
listeners who are not believers of the faith, that's fine. Um, if anybody wants to know where I'm getting my teaching from, uh, you can go to YouTube and you can pop in Apostle Gino Jennings and um, you will be in for a treat. You will hear some uh, some straight up Bible old school teaching and it's it always be powerful because it's God's word and it will truly truly um, it will truly open your eyes if you allow it so and if God reveal it unto you um, but anyway I digress. That was a lot. I feel like I, I was pouring out of my spirit on uh, giving some of that word to you guys. There's much more. There's much more. It gets deeper than just what I gave to you. But there's much more. Um. Anyway, like I was saying, there's a lot going on out there. Uh the Botham gene there there was a another killing uh, actually a black cop who killed a white Caucasian lady um outside her home and you know it was he said it was by accident or whatnot but he's already getting charged and going to prison you know, it didn't take them long to charge him with uh, first-degree murder. And I believe it was first-degree murder. You can correct me if I'm wrong. But I know he did get charged with murder. And they also add the charge manslaughter. And that's opening up a lot of people's eyes. You know, I just want to say one thing. It's getting to the point where there's a lot of police brutality. No matter what the race is. It seems to be a constitutional violation of American citizens going on on a daily basis. And if enough of us can unify and stand together, maybe we can we can stand against all this constitution, American constitution being um, violated. I don't know. I put it all in prayer because white people are being killed. Black people are being killed. Yellow, brown. It seems like there's a violation. And it has no regard to race, color, male or female. But a lot of, a lot of rights are being violated. But for us who believe, who are more than just believers, we know that these things are going to happen and it probably is going to get worse. Ever since um, God been taken out of uh, schools and they've been uh, denouncing prayer and wanting to change things, to such a disagreeable 
disagreeable actions and thought and and violate the laws of the Bible or I should say the word of God it's going to get worse it's going to get worse it's going to get worse but we know that these things are going to happen and we know that these things are not as what they seem also But anyway, guys, you're listening to Faith Bound. And uh, I just want you guys to know that I love you. And I hope that everybody out there that's listening is uh, doing their due diligence and trying to find a way to represent God in their life to others to try to help soul win people to God and seeking out the the better things in this life to express meaning in the purpose of God. Anyway, I'm going to end the show. Normally, I, I haven't done this in a while. My, the structure of my show, I'm trying to structure it up better. I'm trying to uh, evolve better in... Um, Bring you some better content, better uh, announcement of the word. And I'm studying and growing just like all you guys out there are. I'll end end this with saying thank you, Lord. Thank you for your word. Thank you for uh, giving your word. And thank you for being who you are. To my listeners out there, you're listening to Faith Bell. It was a pleasure talking with you guys, and I hope you guys keep listening. All right, talk to you later. Peace.